Welcome to Chopcast. I'm Griffin. This is Will. Sam um, is still drifting away um, from his trip to Coachella, and he is having to finish up some work. Uh, so it's just us again tonight. I'm back from Korea. I went there. Will's back from Kentucky. He's still in Kentucky. Um, and yeah, Braves are winning a bunch. Um, and I don't like Marcelo Zuna. We'll start talking about it. Wait. Wait. There you go. Wait. <laughs> there you go. official theme song right now yeah. uh it is listed in um my media board as dental song which i will not give oh, context nice. for um <laughs> yeah my wi-fi uh my wi-fi is actually better than it used to be um at my parents house but for some reason uh my laptop is not my laptop sucks. It's not good. I just started being able to see Will for the first time since I hit record, and he's showing up in blocks. Um, but wow. Yeah. Um, Will, how are you doing? Um, how's Kentucky been? It's been good. It's been good. Uh, took a big test last Saturday. Uh, so just anxious about that. Coping with my anxiety with baseball fantasy baseball in the gym so yeah yeah so we we st uh will was the one that pushed for us to start a fantasy league and it's it's a uh, mishmash mix-up of uh like a couple different friend groups from i really like, like how it's like a couple of people f that i know yeah, I do too. It makes it, uh, I guess, it, I, well, I guess it makes it more interesting in a way. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's a couple of my friends from college, a couple of Will's friends from college, and a couple of Sam's friends from college. Um, but, yeah, I love fantasy. It's pretty fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, I look at it, like, every day. Um, oh, I look at it way too much. Like, yeah, too much time. Mm -hmm. I think I've 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 uh, had the most activity on there, like on a day to day uh, basis. Like maybe. I've added and yeah. dropped like one person a day at least. I don't know. Like go through it and you. I feel like so my team name, I'm very proud of is the Kansas City Brennemans. It um, is the best name <laughs> out of all of them. It is by far the best one. Yeah, yeah. I was going to give you and Sam um, 
name ideas if you wanted one, either for now. I'm a, I'll probably use it next year if I'm not going to do the Kansas City Brennemans, but I was going to do uh, the Bread Grunts or or the the name of the, you know, in COD, like the yacht in Black Ops 2, the yacht that we did Sticks and Stones yeah. on all the time. So the name uh-huh. of that, either that map or where it's supposed – I think it's supposed to be, like, off the – like in the Adriatic Sea or something, so maybe the Adriatic bread grunts. I don't know. I see. Um, okay. But there's too many mid names. There's too there's too many mid names. I like mine an awful uh, lot. Mine makes a ton of sense. Like. Yeah, I just like I'm I, I'm not talking about years. I'm talking like Sam's is pretty mid. Uh, Cuban defectors like kind of funny. Know, I like that. But yeah. he, it has, like, a generic logo. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, and it, like, uh, Taggy, his, I think, the Springfield uh, Isotopes. What is that supposed to mean? I'm pretty sure it's from si- The Simpsons. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the Yokohama... Yo- Yokohama Bay Stars is, you know, kind of funny, because that's where, that's where Trevor Bauer is, right? Yeah, it that's is. That's where he's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like the Kansas City Brennemans. Um, but, a- anyway, I, uh, it got back from Korea two weeks ago, and it took me coming back straight from they're uh they're 13 no they're 12 yeah no they're they're 13 hours ahead and coming back from that literally took me like six days of jet lag to like get back on eastern time it was brutal and i still like (laughs) i usually stay up pretty late and every night since then i've been getting tired at like 8 30 still kind of force myself to stay awake but I uh, went to I was supposed to go when I was in Korea I was supposed to go to the SSG Landers game and they have Guillermo Heredia and I had my Braves jersey ready and it was going to be awesome and I was like I feel like I was definitely going to get his attention because white people are very not common in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also Braves jerseys are very not common as well. Um, but so I felt like I was going to get his attention, be able to try to talk to him. But it didn't happen because the game got rained out, which we still went to another game that was an outdoor stadium at the same time. The game was like, or they they postponed it at least, uh, and it didn't get canceled, so it just kind of made me angry. Um, but it, it, there was like, there was like maybe 900 people there, because uh, it was it was rainy and um, I don't know, probably a lot of people probably thought it was going to be canceled, but I showed up. Uh, we were like on the train to get there and we were already going to get there late. Like we got there in the third inning and the second inning, the starter gave up eight runs. So it was, 
And, and that was the home team that gave up eight, eight runs, too. The Deuce and Bears. So, that sucked. It was eight to one. Um, we did get to see a home run, or a two-run homer, that put them kind of back into the game. Not really. But, it like, that. all the fans barely cared, it seemed like. They were all doing these dances and stuff the whole time. Like, uh, they were down... Nine to three in the bottom of the ninth, and they were all still like doing these dances and cheers and stuff. Um, it was wild. I love Korea. Uh, I would live over there for a little bit if I could. That place is oh place is awesome. Um, but they're so nice, and l- white people are like celebrities there. Like, uh, I had multiple men. <laughs> come up to me and just say you are so handsome so beautiful you have such beautiful eyes wow <laughs> happened multiple times <laughs> um, I'd be so and i had there like oh yeah like my ego is through the roof man uh, like ever like women we would talk to them like these korean women and they would just like uh you could tell it like it, they didn't care what we were saying at all. They're like they're just enamored by the fact that we're white and Americans. Um, they love America over there. It's crazy how much they love America over there. Well, that's um, good. But yeah, uh, it's not. It's very different from like going to Western Europe or something. Um, but yeah, like every day we went somewhere and I'd have some kid. <laughs> come up to me or like uh, like teenagers or something uh, either ask me where I'm from or like just come up to me to practice their English uh, like or um, we had uh, so like we went to this uh, botanical garden and there was just we were the only white people there and there was just this herd of high schoolers walking in um and they were all staring at us <laughs> like sitting on a wow. bench uh eating oranges we were zoo- you're a zoo animal if you're in korea and you're white and it's either really awesome or it's a little creepy um <laughs> but you're a zoo animal and they're they had this group of teenagers walking by and like we just get up for a second and then uh, this couple guys just ask us like where are you from and uh, and then they instantly, off the bat, they can tell we're from America. So I'm just like, Tennessee, United States. And then they all go like, whoa. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Is is sick. Um, and what then, yeah, the and, uh, we read it. We went. The what? Like you, what were the cities you went to? Seoul, and then what's the one that starts with a J? I just, yeah, I just went to Jeju Island in Seoul. Jeju Island okay. is uh, an island that's part of South Korea that's south of there. Also, I figure y'all can tell at this point there's a little there's a little bit of a lag between me and Will, and it's definitely due to my Wi-Fi, um, but, which I am moving in a month, and uh, we'll have the fastest internet in the world, technically. Um, in Chattanooga, but 
Yeah, it's, we like we were at this prison one time, uh, this uh, just going around looking like uh, this. Uh, it's an old prison uh, made by the Japanese for Korean independent movement people, um, and this kid just looks at me. He walks up to me and he's like, "Where are you from?" That's uh, like uh, Tennessee. He's like, "You are very cool. Have a nice day." <laughs> <laughs> that happened multiple times. That happened that we went to this this uh, knockoff Disney World park, which was awesome. I loved it, called Lottie World. Uh, and I was <laughs> just in line for this this like hot air balloon fake riding thing that goes around the top of the park. Um, half the park's indoor, and there's just a group of like ten year olds. I'm waiting in line. One of them turns around, taps me on the shoulder, and he's he gives me a thumbs up, and he's like, "You are very cool, very awesome guy." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and I'm like, dude, egos through the roof. It's just like I can, I can, I can do anything. These people love me. It doesn't matter what I do. Um, but yeah, Koreans are amazing. Only had one bad experience. Uh, where I there's a dude that kept hitting on me. Did I tell you about that? About the whole thing? No. With that guy? Wait. I no. I'll I'll tell you the whole story later. I don't want to say all of it on here. I've already talked for too long about Korea at this point. This is a I forget this is a Braves podcast. <laughs> um but uh, we're sitting out at a fire with all of these Koreans, and this dude, like, uh, he keeps he <laughs> he keeps calling me a good boy. He said, "You a good boy, uh, you very handsome, you very sexy man," uh, and just that's like typical saying that type of stuff. Other than the good boy thing, is typical for like Koreans to say to other guys, apparently. Um, like strangers but uh and they can also be a little touchy but dude was like trying to feel up my butt and t- like rubbing my head and stuff kept oh, calling me a good boy right. this is a this is a pg <laughs> this is a pg show uh is it it was okay that's all i'll say about all, uh, yeah i uh he kept well, the other thing was he kept slapping me on the back <laughs> he just kept slapping me really hard on the back when I'd stop paying attention to him. And I have, like, a high tolerance for awkwardness and weirdness from strangers, but I literally, I got to a point, I was like, dude, stop freaking slapping me. And <laughs> it, uh, he was also really, 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 really plastered. So. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Weirdest, one of the most uncomfortable situations I've had in my life. But anyways, that's saying something. That um, is saying the Braves are now fourteen and five, um, and we just got our eight-game win streak snapped by the Padres. In it, it seems like our day-game struggles uh, continue. Lord knows why. We can't hit a baseball in a day game. Um, but it sucks for Charlie that in his best pitching performance this year, he he got the loss 
a 1-0 loss. That's like Jacob DeGrom with the Mets type of loss for me. But hopefully um, this was just kind of a bump in the road and it's not starting little mini slumps for guys. Austin Riley had a very low-key, really bad series um, against the Padres. Uh he had one hit, which was the two-run homer in the first game, which was the only point scored and, you know, ended up winning it for us. But other than that, he didn't do anything. Struck out a bunch. Went 0 for 4 today. Uh, Olsen went 0 for 4, too. A couple, like, three strikeouts, something like that. Um, but um, anyway, the, the, what, what has happened in this season so far, everyone that uh, – you know, is listening to this already knows about, but Freed goes down early. He's on the IL. You got to get Schuster and Dot up. They look like, you know, guys from spring training. Schuster, in his two starts, very rough. Uh, Dodd has one good start and then gets eaten alive by the Padres. So they're down. Bryce Elder comes up. Uh, Bryce Elder very quietly. Uh, has the fourth, what well, depends on wh whether you're talking about fan graphs or baseball reference, but he either ha he's has somewhere between fourth to sixth most war on the team, which is pretty nuts. Um, and um, Michael Harris goes down pretty early. He's still down. Colin McHugh goes down, and obviously we never talked about Orlando Arcia is not out for the rest of the year, but he's going to be out till late August, something like that, maybe even September. Um, but that brings in, like Ray said, Bryce comes back, starts doing well. Um, Von Grissom is back on the team. He's had a cut like. I feel like Vaughn, depending on who you talk to, they're either very disappointed or very pleased. I'm one that's been pretty pleased with he's, what he's been doing. Technically, has negative point one war right now. I don't know why. Um, I think it probably has to do with defense. Um, but and then um, you got guys that like I knew Sam Hilliard was going to be solid. I didn't think he was going to be doing the type of stuff he's doing. Kevin Pillar is making crazy plays in the outfield, and he's, his bat's getting a little better. Ozzy and Eddie are doing much better than they were at the beginning of the year. Um, you look at the yeah. bullpen. Minner's going off. Lee, Dylan Lee is our best reliever right now. He's been nuts. Jesse Chavez has been doing great. Nick Anderson showing himself to be a good part of the bullpen. Kyle Wright comes back, filling in or filling in the the spots. There's, there's like I I've I've we gotta I, I'm I'm not narrowing down on you know some of these guys and I'll, I'll let you since I've been talking nonstop since I brought up Korea, um, but yeah. I'll let you pick someone to start talking about in a second. But there, I'll just say. There are, like, no leaks on this team. There's only one massive 
Oh, oh there's going. just one giant black hole cesspool just <laughs> I don't everything bad you can imagine in Marcelo Zuna oh my gosh is he yeah horrible yeah yeah I like uh I was thinking about it today because uh, I I can't I can't remember what he did today offensively, but I, I don't think it was much. Um, I think that may be. Didn't do anything. Would you agree that that's the worst contract for a hitter right now? I was thinking Rendon is up there, probably worse. Um, Rendon is definitely. What did you worse. say? Uh, you you, you kind of skipped out for a sec. Oh, oh Rendon is. Yeah, Rendon is making a whole lot more money. Um, and then Javi Baez. Is oh, I forgot about Javi. Yeah, that's another one. Um, but yeah, he is just they. I really think they should just cut him at this point because he doesn't really do anything. He's got no value. He makes a lot of money. What? Oh, there's such a bad lag between us right now. Um, I just said he adds no value. That's all I said. Here, let me... Should I leave and come back in? Uh, I mean, you can. I feel like it's on my end. I don't know. But... Um, yeah, Marcelo Zuna... Uh, what? He has two homers at this point. Uh, and that's about all that he's contributed. He did have a double the other day, which was astonishing. Um, I'm looking at K rates right now, and I don't. This is I like I don't believe this that he has a lower K rate than Sam Hilliard and Matt Olson. Um, How's that? Which is. All right, it's a little better. Um, I yeah, was just I say, go ahead. Well, I was just saying that, so he, something that's weird to me is that he has a lower K rate still than Sam Hilliard and Matt Olson do. Yeah. Um, no, he just, I, I, I need to look this up, but the other thing is, I, you know what zone contact rate is? Zone contact, just like. It basically, it's the, the stat. It measure, like when you swing through the zone, I learned about it for the first time like a week ago. When you swing through the zone, it basi basically measures how often you make contact with the ball. That could be a foul ball, a home run, a pop fly, but you're not like swinging and missing. Average is like 80%. I wouldn't be shocked if Marcel was at like 63 or like 64 Yeah, I mean, you can check on that. Um, but just looking at his um, looking at his slash line, he's got an 085 average, 204 OBP, and 234 slugging. Um, 
I don't even know how he has a 204 OBP. He has gotten a couple of walks. Um, technically has a higher walk rate than Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna. Um, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, or Arcia, but that doesn't really matter anymore. Um, but OPS plus, he is at a whopping 17 right now. Two RBIs, which are <laughs> from his solo shots. So he's not hit at all with runners in scoring position. At all. Yikes. Three runs. 47 ABs, four hits. Two of those solo shots. One was a double. One was a single. I just, I don't I, understand. You know, I don't understand why they don't cut him. That's what I just I don't saw get someone. I saw someone's theory um, on a comment on our one of our posts was that uh, Snitker is putting him in in situations where he should be providing value to show Anthopolis how devoid of value he is at this at this point to try to get him <laughs> to force his hand to cut him. Because yeah. you know, like, Anthopolis is desperate. The the, from the beginning of the season, the idea was, uh, you know, have him do well enough to where we can trade him and even take – we're going to take a loss on him. There's no way at this point yeah. we're not going to take a loss on him. But get what you can. You know, trade him and give a team, like, at this point he's owed – probably 40 mil or something like that. Give them 30 million. Give him to them and take, like, a rental. Like, that's, I'm guessing, all that Anthopolis was hoping for. That's not going to happen. And unless he has some miraculous turnaround, the dude has been put in every type of situation so far. You know, um, Baseball Reference has 47 ABs. Fangraphs has... Oh, well, 54 plate appearances, yeah, so 47 ABs. Um, he's been put in all different types of circumstance, or like situations today for God knows why. Well, okay, there was a technical reason. He got put up against Josh Hader with one out, with one runner on um, in the ninth because he's one of four players. Like, it's, you know, just one of those random stats. He's one yeah. of four players to have multiple home runs against him. Mm. My uh, my thought, though, when I am because I was watching it when that happened. And my first thought, though, was like, how many how many plate appearances does he have against him? Because he also played in the division for like six years. So just because he has like two home runs in like yeah, 200 plate appearances against Hater, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, he is. Yikes. I think. What they're either going to do is <clears throat> they're either going to do what you said, which is basically like a Yankees-type move where they take him and then they put in like, I don't know, like one or two prospects. It depends on the prospect. I'll just say, uh, 
Oh my god. I'll just say Schuster for now. He's the first one that came to mind. And then like trade that to the Rockies or someone. Because like no one wants to pay that. Um, but it's also like they don't they're not just gonna take Urzuno. So that's like one scenario. Or they just outright cut him. I hope they just outright cut him because like he's blocking yeah. other people from playing. Yeah, I, 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 I'm starting to feel like he, he has shown how bad he is. He did have a decent spring training, so maybe that's what they're clinging to, other than the fact that he has a monstrous contract. Um, and maybe Anthopolis is overly prideful. Maybe he legit – I feel like he's – you know, I'm not giving him enough credit. Uh, he's done great things, so I feel like he's, you know – got somewhat of a plan with this um but i've started thinking you know eli white's up at this point uh we want to keep him around he's kind of started slow but he's a really good fielder and he's starting to pick it up a little bit um and sam hilliard needs to be an everyday starter at this point dude's going crazy and is very sneakily the uh, best athlete on the team. I, I they've said it multiple times in the games now at this point, but he has the fastest sprint speed on the team over Ronnie and uh, Aldi's and Harris. Um, so like I, I feel like once Michael Harris is back, you have a crowded outfield, and it's either you know. If they don't DFA Azuna, then they're going to have to send Eli White back down. Um, which, I mean, it, you can do, and we have a lot of control with Eli White, and that's the great thing with Eli White and Sam Hilliard is we don't – like, we can move him around. Uh, Kevin Pillar, I don't know if he has options. I think he's probably got to be on the, the major league team, which we never got to talk about DFAing Jordan Luplow. Um, oh, yeah. which I, you know, at, at this point, um, okay, well, we'll talk about it in a minute, in a minute, uh, Ozuna, um, yeah, that's just my only thought at this point, uh, he's showing no signs of value, no signs of improving, he's getting meatballs, and he can't do anything with them, dude's just swinging in the zone, praying that he gets a fastball where his bat is, and, you know, Granted, if he makes contact, the ball is going to go out of the park. And But that's, you know, clearly that's all he's trying to do, and that's all that's happening, and he's only getting solo shots. That man with runners in scoring position is an automatic out, and I honestly pray that he strikes out when he goes up there instead of grounding into a double play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, I th I mean, I don't even I don't I I don't feel like it's a rash thing to think anymore at this point that you know DFAing is the correct option. He is he um, is he is the Braves version of Aaron Hicks. That is exactly who he is. Yeah, is Hicks contract <laughs> like? that big though 
I mean, I'm just, I can't remember, but I'm just sort of assuming because everyone that plays for the Yankees makes tons of money. So. That's true. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like some of the, some of the fear, uh, a lot of the coaching staff and a lot of, you know, like the front office has probably wanted him gone for a while, but I feel like especially the front office is scared maybe a little bit. I mean, it's kind of my thought and my, my, my fear too, that like, we're going to drop him and then like some NL team going to pick him up and he's just going to go off for them um but you know as we've seen several times and like we have reaped a lot of the benefits from in a way guys just need to change the scenery sometimes and they can't really do anything else than that you need somebody else talking to you um like that's what dave roberts said about cody bellinger um it was like sometimes you just need someone else talking in your ear uh, which is, you know, clearly working out for him, at least for now. But, uh, you know, at this point, there's nothing else we can do. It's either he sucks for us, or maybe there's a chance he's, you know, good somewhere else. But we're not going to get anything, at, like, from him at this point, other than still losing a lot. Um, it's not Patrick Corbin bad, but at least that's a non-competitive team that's just trying to rebuild versus everything. Everything is going so well on this team right now. Um, the starting rotation is filling out. Um, there's really not a bad arm in the bullpen at this point. The first, the only two bad arms that there were were Joe Jimenez and Kirby Yates, and they've gotten a lot better. Um, it, like, really in the last couple games, they've – started to step it up and show that they deserve to be there. Lucas Letke is meh, but I, I, mean, I don't know. And then Michael Tonkin is a really cool story, and he's been doing really well other than, like, that one two-run homer he gave up in Kansas City, which he was rolling, and literally 0-2, two outs, just put it in a spot he shouldn't have. Um, but, yeah, uh, on a team where everything's going very well, there's no reason to have Ozuna at all. Um, not we don't need him. He's not valuable. He's not even like a good clubhouse presence either. It's not like Nick Markakis going out and striking out all the time back in 2020, because um, at least he was like a leader, a silent leader in that clubhouse. Um, I don't think Ozuna is as bad as a person as people say that he is. I don't think that he's a great person, um, but he sucks at baseball. He's just he's just there. I'd rather I I'd be so much more uh, I'd be, rather than him pretending to swing at the ball and screwing us over. I'd rather he just screw us over and not play for the team at all. Um, so, yeah, um, <laughs> I guess we never talked about how well Sean Murphy is doing right now. We, there's too many, um, we didn't prepare enough for this episode. I was dealing with a lot of technical issues and still technically am. 
Um, but there are just so many different things to talk about, so many different uh, impact performances. It just, this team is, so many people were very concerned with how little we did um, in the off season, in the winter, like yeah. little, we, um, because you see these other teams um, going around and like signing shortstops to deals until their grandfathers, um, and just and and then like not having the freed extension happen, um, but. The Sean Murphy thing was so under j- underrated, undervalued by even me. Like I, I, yeah, I, I remember. I remember. I was the I was out of the three of us, the one that was highest on it. I'm gonna make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I was not. I mean, I was like, I, I was. I felt meh about it, um, but as I, I mean, know, I will say, to I think do more, expect like, him. I do expect him to, because uh, he sort of already started to, but he's going to taper off offensively. But there was a game mm-hmm. I can't remember who the Braves were playing. Like I want to say two weeks ago, where you were in Korea at the time, but Sean Murphy gunned down a runner trying to steal second, there's maybe three catchers in the sport that could have gotten that. It's like him, Real Muto, and then, well, I guess Yadier is gone, but even then, Yadier was so old at the end. Uh, but the value he provides back there is so, it's it's tough to, for, it's easy to forget about it. Because, um, like, I know Contreras was improving and stuff, but Contreras is just never going to be that good behind the plate. He never will. Um, and, like, oh, my God. Just seeing him hit like this recently is just awesome. Yeah. It's definitely more surprising to see him doing what he's doing. And like you said, I mean, I think a lot of people know that he's going to taper off at least a little bit. It is very unrealistic for catcher of his quality i mean even real muto putting up numbers like this is was i don't feel like he ever did the type of things that sean's doing uh this consistently at least um i don't know if you saw this graphic but sean murphy now has the record in braves franchise history for most extra base hits in a five game span um that's a no, I Nine. didn't see that, but that's a weird uh, record to have. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's one of those, like, that uh, statisticians just kind of pull out of their butt before the game. They're like, guys, I, I did my job. Guys, <laughs> he, has, he has a record on something. <laughs> um, but still, very impressive. Um, Do you think Oakland yeah, A's I mean, Like, I don't know how much of this is... I was saying, do you think Oakland A's fans watch the Braves yeah. solely to see uh, catcher in first base? Um, yeah, I would imagine they're pretty, uh, pretty angry. Uh, did you see the their lineup 
if they hadn't traded away guys what it would look like it's a good lineup like trace thompson was ninth max muncie seventh something like that um but uh yeah i don't know how much of it is he is now in an environment that like actually cares about winning um and so he's like you know full showing his full potential at at the plate and not just like defensively or if he's just kind of like having a hot stretch right now i i hope it's somewhere in between um i i think it's because i'll be honest i do think it is more of a hot stretch just because like catchers like when like jt romuda has been the best catcher in baseball for like five four or five years now and like he has a 105 WRC plus, which is like average. That's like an yeah. average hitter. So like just getting an average hitter yeah. from a catching position, you're like the best at the position. So I do think he's going to taper off, but that doesn't mean he's bad. It doesn't mean he's bad at all. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, he's got a he's got the highest WRC plus on the team right now with 181. Um, yeah, that's nuts. His OP, OBP's 431. His slugging. His and Matt Olson are right next to each other. He's got a 647 slugging. And Matt Olson's got 648. God. Um, but, yeah, that top of the lineup is scary. A couple of those guys are having little mini slumps. And we're about to play the Astros, which is rough. But maybe it was just because it's a day game. And for some reason, when we see the sun, we just shrivel. Well, I mean, the um, Padres are also a good team. But like, they have not been playing like it, but they are. Yeah, but it was it was Nick Martinez today, though, and he has yeah. gotten shelled in his last couple starts. That's a rough dude to get closed. He went seven shut, which is rough. He he shouldn't have. We had they had a lot of good defensive plays, and then we just choked with runners in scoring position all day. That's just how we are in day games for some reason. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a single person that I'm concerned about other than just, like, many things. Um, just, like, like mini slumps and whatever on this team. Um, we did talk earlier about the biggest hole in, in the rotation right now would technically be Charlie. Um but he looked great today, and I feel I feel like we have for, I forget this, and then I remember. Um, but like, he always starts so badly, so badly. I I guess this is the third time, the third season he's been on, like third in a row, third year in a row he's been on the on the Braves. But I remember twenty start of twenty twenty one. I hated him, like I hated Charlie Morton. And he would give up like five homers a game. I, it was it was the first home game back at Truist Park for a full crowd, and he gave up five homers. It was like a, a nine. He gave up nine runs, got absolutely shelled. Uh, last year, same like everyone's like Charlie Morton's a, a hero. He struck out Altuve on a broken leg and like kept pitching. Loved him, and then everyone <laughs> within two weeks are like, "I hate Charlie Morton. Gosh, does he suck?" Uh, I I I think at this point, 
no one hates Charlie, at, like, other than incredibly wishy-washy fans, because he is obviously, like, at this point, he could suck the rest of the year, and I'm not going to be frustrated with him. Uh, one, because we have depth, but two, because of what he's already done for the team. Um, and also, he's just a good person, uh, seemingly. But, I, I mean, he's starting to do better. I, I feel like he does this each year, like I just said. Um, I had a little, a couple more points after that, but I didn't talk so much, and I forgot them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, and then just, um, so I guess the, kind of the depth chart for the rotation right now is... Um, Freed, Strider, Wright, Morton, Elder, um, and that's a when you know they're all clicking. That's a damn good rotation. Freed looked great on his first start back. Uh, he would have gone deeper if he had not just come back from injury. But he was carving dudes up. Pitch count is a little high, but it's his first game back, and it's at the Padres. Um. Strider, when Strider, the good thing about, like, when he has bad games, he's still putting up Ks. He's had nine-plus nine Ks a game, uh, and I think last start was his worst start, and we still won, and he still was able to go 5.1 or 5.2 or something like that and got nine Ks as well, gave up three runs. Um, and if that's a bad day, that's fantastic. Uh... I've, I've been feeling like Elder's going to slow down for a while, and he hasn't. What's what's your what's your opinion on, on Elder? I'll be honest. I'm sort of waiting. I'm sort of waiting for him to slow down. Uh, I'm not, like, expecting it, but I don't know. It's like I can just see it. Um, it's like a gut feeling almost. Um, I don't have, like, any stat or, like, Anything in particular to back that up? Um, but yeah, who's he pitched against? I can't even remember that. Um, so I feel like he hasn't against... pitched against. Uh, he pitched against the Royals. That was one of them. Uh, that was the most recent one. Hmm. Uh, oh, his first one was against, it was at St. Louis, and that was his best start that he had, um, where he went six innings, or I guess, it, I mean, basically the next one was better, but he went six innings, um, two hits, three walks, six strikeouts, no runs. Um, next game was Cincy at home, so not super tough. Six point one, six hits, one walk, seven strikeouts, and the Kansas City game wasn't was not great, but he went eight hits, three runs, two walks, four strikeouts. But it's still uh, he's got a one five three ERA and a two point five eight FIP. Uh, yeah, it looks like on baseball. So that's pretty so good. Far, he's, big key, he gets like he doesn't give up hard contact all that much. Um, so if he can just keep that up, I think he'll be yeah. fine. He's, that's kind of what he is. 
He's not really like a strikeout pitcher. He has been doing a little bit better strikeout numbers than he did last year, but he's a kind of a, a pitch to contact guy. Ground ball uh, guy, yeah. He, like he's someone that he is someone that is not he does not usually walk people, um, which is surprising that most walks he had in a game was his first game, which was debatably his best. Uh, he also does not really hit pitchers or hit batters. Uh, his one hit by pitch in 17.2 innings pretty good so he loads up the zone and i mean he's never gonna be more than like a number four at least like on yeah, a team, team maybe if he's on a if he's on a weaker team maybe he's a two or three not really i, I don't he's just but that's you know that's still incredibly valuable what he does he's kind of like um not a good comparison for right now because Jesse's going off and not giving up any runs, but he's kind of like the Jesse Chavez of starting pitchers. Um, not the greatest, but he's going to give you good innings, and he's not going to walk many people. He's going to load up the zone. Jesse's had one walk this year. Let's see how many innings he's pitched. Um... Yeah, there's too many guys that we haven't talked enough about, but... Uh, well, um, here's one. What do you think of... You uh, have any... I, have a feeling, I have a feeling you and I are going to be on opposite sides on this one. What do you think of Sam Hilliard? So you are you saying that you're not a big fan of Sam Hilliard? I'm not saying I'm not. It's more like I'm not, like, buying it right now because... And I'll give you a reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has a 40% strikeout rate right now, and average is 23%. Yeah. So he's got to get that down. Um, and then also the big yeah. one for me is that he, was his, BABIP, his BABIP right now is 643, which that's going to come down to like average. Like it'll yeah. probably come down to like 280, 270. It's not going to be that all year long. So it's like I'm waiting. Like I need a bigger sample yeah. size is what I'm trying to say. Because um, <clears throat> their strikeouts are way too high, and the BABIP is pointing to him getting lucky a lot of the time. And that's not me like trying to say I don't like him because I do like him. It's just like do I see Michael Harris or Ronald Acuna? No. Could I? Probably not, but maybe. Um so that's like I'm like hesitant on him. Yeah, I think I mean he's still a guy that's gonna have value on the team regardless of how he's hitting because of oh, how freakish yeah. of an athlete he is. So like he's gonna help around the bases. He's gonna help uh, obviously fielding. Like he had a ridiculous catch today where he took the ball out of a fan's hat trying to catch the ball. Uh, I was so and... pissed about that. <laughs> 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 yeah, because you, uh, you have Machado on your fantasy team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have found myself cheering against the Braves in a number of circumstances uh, because of fantasy this year. And, like, <laughs> the, uh, the you know, I, I, I wanted to keep winning. Obviously, I, I want to see a Braves win more than I do anything else. Um, and even, even if it costs me a fantasy game, maybe. Maybe not in September. We'll see. Um, yeah. But, uh, but 
the Josh Hader save today. I have Josh Hader on my fantasy team, so it was a, <laughs> it was a win that. lose yeah. for me. Um, or kind of a kind of a win. It was a it was a win win because um, it's either the Braves win, we keep winning, or I get eight points out of Josh Hader, and I got eight points out of Josh Hader, and we you know we won the series. Um, had a nice run, and uh, after the Astros, I think we have a pretty soft stretch. Anyway, well, I mean, I guess we, we're playing the Pirates soon, and they're not—they're not a bad team anymore. They're—they're they're, they're pretty solid. Um, uh, I still don't think they're all yeah, that I great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, they're much better. Um, they are the big the uh, elephant in the room. Yeah, Hilliard, Hilliard's. Hilliard's only had 35 plate appearances. Yeah. The uh, the uh, common rule of thumb. I, I you you just like you lagged so bad. I don't even know like uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you said. Oh, I was just something saying, about the pirates. No, no, no. I was just saying the common rule of thumb <laughs> is 200 plate appearances is like what you use to evaluate so just keeping that in okay. mind okay well so you you want to keep marcelo zuna then are you want to see if he can you want to see if he can do it i think i made it pretty clear i don't want anything to do with marcelo zuna i've been saying cut marcelo zuna <laughs> for a year now yeah i uh, but it's you said in 200 plate appearances um i did say that yeah, I I, Sam has definitely a number of his hits. Uh, I like just reflecting on now have been like not bloops, but just kind of soft hits to right field and where the right fielder could have made a play on the ball and just barely didn't. Like that's happened multiple times. It happened today with a Zocar couldn't get to it like just barely. Um, so the K rate's definitely going to need to come down. Maybe it's just overconfidence in a way because he's hitting so much other than Maybe. getting K'd up. But I don't know. And, and part of that K-rate being so high is also potentially because of his low uh, number of plate appearances as well. That's very know. fair. But, I mean, yeah. he's got a WRC plus of – well, you got a WRC plus of 172, uh, and his WOBA is 441. So, um, yeah, and I, um, and his, I mean, his slugging is 552. We'll see how it keeps going, but I mean, he's, he's such an athlete. I feel like he's going to keep himself involved with his team for the whole year. Regardless. At the very worst, at the very um, worst, he'll be a team runner. That's what I think. Very worst. And there's value in that. Yeah defensive replacement um is there anyone else we, we, we've missed so much there's so much going on um i promise next week that we'll have a more orderly topical discussion on what just happened um how are you feeling about the astros player, um i feel like i feel like we should take two and if it's only we don't have a tough stretch after. Um, I don't know who we who are we supposed to face off against. 
I'm looking them up now. It's um, are you talking about the pitchers? Yeah, I have it right here. It, it, it's it's uh, Hunter Brown, Framber Valdez, and Christian Javier. I will be honest. And I think. Yes, have you been following? I I I could. Oh, this is gonna be tough. It's uh, Hunter Brown versus Bryce Elder, Framber Valdez versus Kyle Wright, and Christian Javier versus Max Freed. I think, I feel like we will lose the first game. The second game will be the closest, and then we'll take the third game. Oh, but it's a day game. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I say the, yeah, I'll still say that probably go two and one, lose the first one, take the next two would be my guess. About you? Uh, I think I win the Kyle Wright game. I think you win the Kyle Wright game for sure. It's just the other two. Uh, the I think lose. I think lose the Max Freed game largely because it's a day game, and then the I don't have a good feeling. It's tough because I don't have a good feeling of the 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 first game, the Hunter Brown game, just because. Have you been following Hunter Brown? Mm-hmm. He has looked nuts. Uh, a little bit. Um, he's been doing pretty well. So there's that. But it's also like the Braves have been really good. I think that's going to be the toss-up, that first game. I'm also looking at this stretch that we have after this, and I was wrong <laughs> that we have an easy stretch. Um, nice. We do not. <laughs> we, we we do we do not have an easy stretch. This expanded schedule is awesome, but it is. Whoo. Okay. So I mean, so after Houston, this will be the the last thing we say because we're almost at an hour now. Um, unless you have anything after this, but um, after Houston, we have four with Miami. Uh, and that'll be that'll be fine, you know. Take at least three of those, um, and then we're going to New York for four, so that that is gonna suck. And then it's going to Miami. Miami's not been a bad team this year either. Their, their pitching has been, you know, what they usually are. And Jesus Lazardo is doing a lot better than people thought he would. Um, and then we play. Baltimore comes to Atlanta. Um, one of those games is at 11.35 in the morning. Good grief. Um, and then two versus Boston in Atlanta. And then we go to Toronto, which that's going to be rough. And then we go to Texas, and they've been pretty solid. And then we have a home stretch, which it goes Mariners, Dodgers, Phillies. Yeah, at least get to finish that off with the A's. That's yeah, but we we have to go to Oakland though, and who wants to do that? Um, then to <laughs> the Arizona. Possum. 
<laughs> against New York. <laughs> yeah. But then it's, it's just keep going over the whole schedule, I guess. But yeah, yeah I mean, perfect. this expanded schedule, there are not as many breaks. <laughs> there are just not as many breaks. Because you don't get to play the shit team from your division as much. Mm hmm. But it's fun, though. And we do guarantee that we will play the A's every year. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, they are a right. train wreck. Yeah, they are. Their their starting rotation is last in every category, like every major pitching category. Their um, ace is Kyle Muller. That's their ace. <laughs> That's yeah. their ace. That's like you could Bryce barely Elder. make it onto the Braves roster. Oh, That's worse oh. than Bryce Elder because Bryce That's Elder good. beat Kyle Muller. That's like. Uh, also, Ian Anderson's done for the year. Um, I I feel like, and I I feel like that was the thing that was bothering him. Um, someone had a comment that, um, uh, Flaherty. Or O'Flaherty, or like a former reliever for the Braves, or I can't remember who it is, but he, he does a podcast with David O'Brien, um, beat writer for the Braves, and he had someone made a comment that he had just kept saying like something just seems off with Anderson, like it doesn't seem to be mental, because that's what a lot of people thought it was. That's what I thought it was too, because um, he didn't really seem to be in pain. He didn't really go on the IL. I think he went on the IL once. Um, but I, I hope that he comes back stronger because that dude obviously has gross stuff. Like, he has ace-type stuff. Um, and he tortured batters uh, in the postseason in 2021 and kind of 2020 as well. So I hope that he comes back stronger. Um, something we didn't talk about that uh, I guess we'll talk about a little bit more next time. We may may show up by then as uh, Mike Soroka is now Michael Soroka um, trying to change his name after uh, his Achilles went twice um, so he had he went six innings no runs two hits in his last start in triple a um, so we don't really have a spot for him right now it's the thing and I, I feel like it's going to be once Bryce falls off a cliff again which i'm not like hoping for but i also really want to see soroka so i don't know all right you done yeah i have nothing else i'm done okay all right well here's the you win if you move it